0: Welcome to Grid Talk, your weekly RC podcast with your hosts Russell Lee and Chris Bowden, bringing you the latest RC news and interviews from around the world. Sit back and enjoy as we talk
1: RC cars. Hello and welcome to Grid Talk, your weekly RC racing podcast with your hosts, myself Russell Lee, and of course the fabulous Chris Bowden. How are you doing, Chris? I'm alright. Russ, yourself? I'm not too bad, mate. I'm not too bad. It was it was, was Christmas briefly. Was it good for you?
2: Oh, it was. Uh... A bit curtailed because of the uh, the whole COVID, but and, you and know, then we've had you, rest of it. And
1: then you were only in Tier Three. Now we're in Tier Four. Well, well, as of midnight.
2: Yeah, maybe.
1: Maybe anyway let me say thanks to the sponsors um guys thank you very much to cml distribution and of course schumacher racing the guys that keep us on air every week and occasionally throw some nice prizes for you guys so guys thank you very much to them and of course thank you very much for everyone who likes and shares every week and of course for listening more than anything Um we've had a couple of nice messages over christmas um, people saying that they enjoy the show and they like me and they don't really like chris very much but you know i'm sure he's been getting the same but the opposite way around uh, we've got some fantastic guests this week. <laughs> considering we, we never normally do a show in the in the break between Christmas and New Year's, Chris. Uh, yep. we, we've got we've got some stormers this week, haven't
2: we? Well, yeah, all the listeners are like, can we finally have some of like, the real fast guys? And I've been trying to say to them, look, me and Russ can't just talk
1: yeah. for an hour
2: and a bit on our own. <laughs> so I, I delved into my bag of acquaintances and uh, we've managed to pull out a couple of the couple of old boys that you know they're a little bit handy um, and that would be Yokomo Agama's Lee Martin and uh, ever the AE representative is uh, Neil Craig
1: mate that's just class uh, I can't i cannot wait to get him on can't wait to get him on and we can talk to him about their as Elliot Boots calls it their RC racing gap year this year
2: yeah I like that phrase I like the way you described that that was quite <laughs> the, good
1: yeah, yeah, yeah so right Anyway, let's let's stop talking. I'm sure our listeners cannot wait, so we just um, go get them.
2: Yeah, they don't listen to
1: us babble on. Yeah, what I'll do is I'll do that thing I I do that thing I do every week where it looks like I've just magically made them appear. And um, yep. here we go. So I'll I'll just go and get them.
2: So then, Russ, have you managed to get all of them?
1: I certainly have. <laughs> on the other end of this Skype line, we've got Lee Martin and Neil Craig. How you doing, guys?
0: How you doing, guys? You all right? Yeah,
3: not bad, mate. Yourself? I- Yeah, not too bad.
1: Good. How about you, Lee? You okay?
3: Yeah, good. I just didn't want us to both
1: jump in together there and be awkward, so I thought, I'd hang on for Neil to get him first. He normally comes first. So. <laughs> Brilliant. So, I mean, this is a first for a UK podcast to get you two guys on together. Um, for any listeners who've been living under a rock, these guys are, in 10th scale, are pretty much the fastest thing in the UK. Every UK national is normally first and second, depending on who's having the better day. Um the First question I wanted to ask you guys, because you're both thirty five, I think now. I'm thirty seven. I'm going to guess Lee's about
0: thirty five, maybe
3: just thirty
1: six. Yeah, just turned thirty six. yeah So.
3: Literally Chris, Christmas Eve, baby.
1: Yeah. Um. Because I mean, you both started quite in in different times, didn't you? I mean, Lee, you had your your first national A final in '96, and Lee, yours was in 2002. So you, you said Lee for both of them. Oh sorry, Neil was nineteen ninety six and Lee was two thousand and two. Had you still had had you been around as long as Neil? Or was you, Lee or was you um or or, was you, or were you a late bloomer?
3: So, um Neil started quite a long time before me. I think you started about six Neil, didn't you? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and I I was quite a late start to R C so I only started racing R C at thirteen. Um so, yeah, quite, quite a, a difference in, in our young starting age. Yeah. yeah. And then when I was, um, you know, I started off okay, I think. And then as I was starting to get better, I hit the age of, you know, 16, 17, 18, where you start getting other distractions in life. Yeah. Um, so, that kind of took over my life for a bit. Always showed a bit of promise, but never really put the effort in to, to make through with that promise. So, um, for me, I think the biggest... Different apart from the starting ages, Neil was was better when he was younger. I mean, he'll confirm this in a minute, probably. But from what I see, he was a bit better when he was younger. So he had more to lose by maybe going out and being a bit stupid and partying and stuff because he wanted to win the next day. Or I was still like trying to scrape into A finals and not really caring.
1: Yeah, (laughs) massive difference, correct,
3: Neil? (laughs) Yeah,
0: I agree. Like I say, I started when I was really young. And that's basically all I've done for all my life. Basically, just race. Whereas Lee started later, and then and then dedicated himself a little bit more. You know, as he got older, as he got past his his teens, when right. he knuckled down and he and that, you know he realised that's what he really wanted to do. And yeah, he crammed a lot more in later than me. So that's why we're about the
3: the
1: the same level now. So did did you you had a practice track in your garden, didn't you, Lee, when you were younger?
3: um yeah i mean it wasn't so much when i was younger but um we built it in oh man 2006 i think oh, okay um so yeah I, I wasn't professional at the time or anything but i was starting to get better around that period putting more effort in and stuff and we had a bit of land so we uh, yeah. we built a track there i mean yeah. that
2: that shows as well doesn't it if you've got you built you say about 2006 i think your first national win was 07
1: yeah so, yeah,
2: I've been a what... bit before. Uh,
3: yeah. It must have been 2006, my track. Yeah, but you know, it maybe shows that the extra practice was um, got that out.
2: Uh, got that first crucial national win. Um, I mean, yeah, it
3: took a little while. I should have had one a few years before. Um, it was in another race with Neil for the win at yeah. Street. Oh, no, this is a complete lie. This, I had this one from the start.
1: Um, <laughs>
2: So was, um, is this a is this a battle that was a, a memorable one for you two Then it was memorable uh, for me because I went off the rostrum crying. But <laughs> <laughs> Neil, you bully.
0: Yeah, no, I, I remember it well. It was Oz Westley two wheel drive. Um, yeah, I think Leah TQ'd.
1: Irish I was
0: second. I think Brad have won won one of the legs. and he won like the first leg. Yeah, it I was, can't it, remember it, it,
3: how it was, but I know yeah, it was between
0: three. It was between you and Brothers and you had to win leg three with a faster time and you were pulling away from me and I was trying I was trying everything trying to keep up, but I you know, I just didn't have the pace that day. And then I think it was your
3: Speedo that went, is that right? Yeah, I mean Novak Speedo firmly shut down about twenty metres from the finish line.
1: No smoke, no oh, poke.
3: <laughs> yeah. So that was that was like dragged away from me. I can't remember what year that was.
2: That must have it been was... crushing then. It was B
0: four, wasn't it? So it would have been maybe or five or six.
3: Yeah, yeah, it must have been 'o five. Yeah, that. it was probably it was somewhere around that time, I reckon. But I remember Neil's first win too, because it was at my home track, and I was racing at the time. But I was just racing around the back somewhere. Yeah. So what track was that at then?
0: That was away, uh, uh, Hampshire, <laughs> Hampshire 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 '99, I think, with a with a trusty Predator.
2: Yeah, not in all yeah. a Predator. We've, yeah, uh, there was
0: a, there was a time at the end of the nineties where you just could, you couldn't beat that car on on our track. Yeah. It, was,
2: it was as long as it as long as it held up for the first for the first as, as long as the as long
0: as gears held together, you, you
2: couldn't beat it. It'd be Good really
0: on. interesting to see uh, Predator in you know today to see where it would hold up against uh Cars these days,
1: I think it will be pretty, pretty competitive.
2: Yeah. You see, I said, I said this to Nathan Rawls, but he just completely shut me down and said, "No, modern cars would kill it."
1: When he said, "But to be fair, he didn't. He, he actually, he, he, he did say that, but he said it was more suited to flatter tracks. He said as soon as they started putting the big jumps in, um, the suspension double bounced up too much, and that's why it, 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 that setup didn't become the norm."
3: Well, that, that's that's semi right and semi wrong, in my opinion. Okay. Um, obviously, I've got predators, so I
1: can yeah, see yeah. them
3: all the time. But I'm telling you now, if you had a bit of time, you could make that thing work.
1: Yeah. Even on the big jumps. I know
3: you've actually got new inbox ah, yeah.
2: predators.
1: Yeah.
3: I've got yeah, I've got a new inbox one. But yeah, it's um, yeah, yeah, you could you could very easily make that work on jumps and stuff.
1: Do you want to do you, you want to think... lend me one, Lee? And I'll, no. I'll go out with Roger. Me, me, <laughs> me, 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 me and Roger and make it happen at Kiddy. <laughs> yeah, I'll
3: take Neil with you.
2: Roger can teach him
1: if
2: few. Yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, so, I mean, just talking about some of the national stuff, like, um, I emailed uh, the font of all knowledge nationals, which was uh, obviously Paul Worsley. Um, for those who don't know, Paul is pretty much the, the be all and end all. In He's, europe when the Oracle. One tenth off the road. yeah um so i mean some like amazing facts here that you guys have racked up between years um neil number of national a finals competed in 228 uh, That's pretty national... cool we... showing
3: it showing his age
2: yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> national wins 91 so nearly a 50 percent strike rate of every time you enter pretty good pretty, pretty impressive. Yeah, it, used to, it used to be higher until some guy with an orange car came along yeah well Lee, you've got hundred and seventy five appearances <laughs> it's not bad yeah and 49 national wins I mean they are literally it's a it's a massive stat things can you guys remember who was the last person to win a national that wasn't one of you two like a, a UK championship over the year would it have been Bradders?
3: No, I reckon it's got to be Bloomfield, don't it? As what a national championship. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, intent. Year. Yeah, it would be Bloomfield.
2: Yeah, because I mean despite the fact that you've shared a couple of the recent years between you there's 34 national titles. Yeah, that's
3: it's not pretty, too bad. That's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: it's like So that
3: So that's you can only have two a year, so that's a quite a, an amount of dominance. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. Well, you're. Um, if we go to the um, national A finals, Lee, um, you've done 170, um, 87 in two-wheel drive and 83 in four-wheel drive, and Lee's on uh, Neil is on 119 two-wheel drive and 109 A finals. That's a lot of racing, man. It's <laughs> a lot of tyres.
3: still
2: behind.
0: I'm still behind Ellis in that as well.
2: Oh, you've, got to, you've to? got to keep going then yeah. I think Ellis is on about 400 I think <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he has been around since the invention of the RC car though hasn't he old Ellis yeah yeah. Um, yeah. I so, mean the impressive stat to me that shows consistency is like a 100 consecutive A finals although you, you said last year you worried was it at Torch where you were worried that you thought you'd done it and you didn't make it
0: there was one really close a few years ago. I think it was Torch, and I was qualified tenth. You tenth,
2: yeah. I had uh, a
0: tenth, and then I, I had a ninth at uh, Stockful a couple of years ago. But yeah, it's like it's like over eight years, uh, you know, their finals altogether. Yeah. It's pretty pretty impressed by. It. I'm, I'm you know I'm pretty happy about it. Yeah, yeah.
1: and I think. Yeah, it, I mean, it, i mean, the, you know, well. To be fair, you you, you, at, you know, you're doing badly. Yours is. Impressive as
2: well. You've had two. You've had two 50 fifty-plus runs. One was a sixty-eight, yeah. and then obviously the most recent, when you had to go and do RCGP, wasn't it for Infinity instead of, of yeah that, I, and didn't that
3: I didn't actually miss it. I just wasn't there. Yeah. Dave <laughs> <laughs> well, Rolls did it for you. Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah. I uh, I was on a pretty good run. I was on. Yeah, whatever it was, sixty run, and went to Robin Hood, and they run the track in reverse for the first time ever, and I could not get round. <laughs> uh,
2: uh, yeah, that,
3: it was hard work with a four-wheel drive.
0: I'm, on, i on Oh, it's always hard work at Robin Hood with a four-wheel drive, but it was especially the wrong way around, and it was the other. The end of the straight was was really deceiving if you remember, and it was it, it was just yeah, it wasn't. I mean, even Cocker's one that says it all. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah.
3: You just needed yeah. the most numb car in the world because when you went down the straight and you went like around the bank corner, yeah, and like every third lap, you'd just go off the side and then you'd go down the hill and no one could get you. It was just so, <laughs> uh, mate, it was a nightmare. And if you were scared of it, it was even worse because after like two runs, I was then shit scared of it, so I couldn't drive around track.
1: Yeah, it was crazy, man.
2: Sounds like me on most corners. <laughs> well, I didn't want to say anything, but yeah.
1: Yeah,
2: I mean, and these—it's not just nationals, is it? I mean, between your 15 Europeans.
3: Yeah, he's got me there as
2: well. But it's closer there. Theoretically, theoretically, though, he's Neil's only three ahead there. But if you didn't—I'm assuming you've been at Euros a lot less time than Neil has. In terms of he's probably competing more, so your strike rate probably a bit higher. When did you start doing Euros now? Uh, Nineteen
0: ninety-eight was my first one. Yeah, I did the Worlds in ninety-seven, and then I stayed Euros in ninety-eight. <laughs> so yeah, since then. Yeah. Well, I had what... a good. I had a really good spell when I first started winning them. I had a. I had a. I, I racked them up pretty quick, and I was certain I was going to beat Dresher. But then I went, you know, Lee came around and I had quite a long, I've had a big spell, big, big distance between my eighth win and my ninth. I think it was like nearly 10 years. Yeah. So, and in between in them 10 years, that, that Lee racked up all his Euros. So, yeah, he probably got me on strike the right, <laughs> right there. Yeah.
2: yeah, I mean, Lee, I, first, I know, first. I
3: don't know, I don't know.
2: Yeah, Lee, your first Euros win was 2010. Yeah. Uh, so that's only 10 years and you've won six. So on average, you've won sixty percent of the last,
3: the last. From the first win, but that's, is, to be honest, he's, he's still got more than me, so I'm still going to keep trying.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, he's only two more. Neil's got seven two-wheel drive and two four-wheel drive, and you um, you got two five two-wheel drive and one four-wheel drive. But you did the double, um, and your first euros. Is that right?
3: Yeah, the first one I won. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. two thousand and ten. You won two wheel drive and four wheel drive.
3: Yeah, what's I had the... a few missed opportunities too, but mm-hmm. I'm sure. you well, had quite a few of them as well.
1: When you when when you when you do the two wheel drive and the four wheel drive championship in two thousand and ten, is there, is the pressure more when you've already won one class to to win the second class? No, I
3: don't think. I mean, it just resets and starts again. You know, yeah. always got pressure. It's always going to be hard. Um, so it, it's exactly the same for both, really.
1: Yeah.
2: So was 2020... Yeah. Uh, 30... Sorry, Neil, go on.
0: Yeah, I, I agree with... Well, I kind of agree with what Lee's saying, was there's, there's no extra pressure, but yeah. you, you do kind of reset, and it's a completely different race, me, and, but you're, I think you're always a little bit more relaxed because it doesn't matter what happens in four-drive. If you've won two-wheel drive, you've already had a good week and a, and a good year, you yeah. know what I mean? And, then, and you know, if you still want to win, but anything... After that,
3: he's, he's a bonus. Yeah, yeah, I kind of agree with that. It's like if you've won one, you you're semi satisfied. You're like, yeah, I've already won one.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So pressure, I suppose the pressure's off a bit, isn't it? Yeah. yeah,
2: it's a little bit. So I mean, we can we can pretty much I mean, most of yours would have been associated with an uh, or the four wheel drive. I think you ran the yoke and the pred, didn't you, for a while? Um, but Lee, I think yours 2010 was at the Tamiya era.
3: Yeah, started my was. Tamiya. So I left Associated in 2009, stepped out of nil's Shadow and um, yeah what, tried what you... tried to do my own thing.
1: What was Tamiya like as a company? Um, because obviously a lot of racers know him as more so for the the RTR kits that 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 you can buy. Was it a similar operation to was like Associated with the the way they developed the cars? Was it a separate unit or?
3: i mean it was it was pretty different yeah um you know associated a big company and they put a lot of emphasis into racing and they have a big development team mostly american you know sometimes they wouldn't massively listen to guys from europe and stuff yeah um whereas with tamir it was it was basically just me on my own um giving some advice on on what i thought we needed and then Maybe stuff appearing <laughs> depending on how uh how easy it was for them to make, so luckily, the full drive never really needed much um the two drive i mean it worked when we were on dirt because it was basically a you know pretty much a copy of a b four anyway yeah um but then you know on Astroturf, it was becoming more difficult because everything was going to to mid motor and it was kind of being left behind before it really started but um but yeah, completely different companies to work for with Tamio so you're very much on your own. But it's good in a way because if you do succeed, you know, you've kind of like, you you put everything in place that you needed to, to get it to work. Yeah. Uh, um, so yeah, it was your own destiny, really.
1: Awesome. So, so was it a... Sorry, oh, No, gone. after you, Chris, go on. Sorry. I was going to
2: say, so obviously... Most of your career has been sort of Japanese brand, hasn't it? You've got Tamiya and then Yokomo. You said about how everything was going to towards the mid-motor. Was that a big part of you leaving Tamiya and going to Yokomo and running those mid-motor cars? Uh,
3: no, no, not at all. I mean, Tamiya closed their program. Um, it was kind of... You could always feel it was going to come to an end at some point. Uh, so just at the end of 2013... They basically closed their off-road program, and I had to look for for something else. Um, I was already talking to Yokomo as it happened, so uh, it all just kind of fell into place, and, and just did the switch.
2: Never looked back. No, no things have changed. No, no, no,
3: nothing, nothing's changing. Um, carrying on as per
2: at the moment. No, sitting no silly season. Not a no, notice, Neil. Uh... Also announced today, 23 years with Associated. Yep. Yeah.
3: Uh, that's a long time, man. That's a prison. That's a life sentence.
1: Yeah. That's too.
0: It is. You know, I, you know, no one's ever been interested, so I've just stayed poor.
1: Have
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Associated even yeah. forgot you there? They're just like, well, who's this bloke that we keep sending bits to? I mean, you, the,
1: you know, I mean, they really must have, like, you know, Associated... You, you must have been so happy with Associated. I mean, like, obviously... The B five M wasn't exactly a great car, was it? You know, um, and that interspersed between the, the five and the, the the four and the six, you know, surely um, that would not, not that would have been the time to go. But you know, you stuck through it like a, like a like a champ. Did you did your dad have much say in um, what did it, were you racing like that? Uh...
0: No, he doesn't. He, he'd never pressure me to do to you know have to change or anything like that. We I mean, obviously we're
1: we'll not changed, but yeah, you know.
0: If if he thought there was better options on, he won't. He he'd probably keep it to himself. Or yeah, I'm not sure to be honest. we never even had. We've never had to have the conversation really, yeah. because we've always been, pretty, you know, pretty happy with, with where we were.
1: We'll have, we'll have to get him on and ask him.
0: He'll
2: never come on here. Mate. <laughs> <laughs> We'll see. When the nationals finally got, we'll have to record him in we'll secret. We'll see. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> so I've heard on the on the grapevine, Lee, that the, the Dxr race normally at Harper Adams might be coming to your 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 little track down at um, Nemo Raceway.
3: Well, it's you know it's not a, a Dxr race, um, but obviously they couldn't the, put a race their, on their weekend. The sorry. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Their weekend. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah.
3: And because we um, we always heavily sponsor DXR race. You know, we headline sponsor last year. Yeah. And, and, you know, Nemo tries to be a massive part of their race. We thought, well, if they can't do it, we'll, we'll take the weekend. We'll do our own four-day race. Um, we'll make something pretty special, hopefully. Um, and, yeah, yeah, try and have a wicked race.
1: Yeah. Is, it, is this did I hear I heard a rumour that you were going to try and put a roof uh, like a shed roof over the track is that still something you're looking at doing
3: yeah yeah so that's what we're we're planning for at the moment we're trying to get it done Um, obviously it's a lot of hoops and stuff to jump through to do something like that
1: Yeah. Um,
3: it would be more like a Padova style roof you know it wouldn't be a shed roof but it would be a a temporary roof of, of very good standard yeah um they use a lot of them actually pretty local to where the track is at like Jaguar Land Rover and they have them for storage and stuff Yeah. Um, so we've had meetings on it and um, it can be done it takes a lot of work but it can be done so now we're just trying to to cross you know cross the T's and dot the I's and see if we can get it over the line
1: yeah that'd be cool that'd be so cool
2: yeah hopefully so if lockdown ended tomorrow what would be the first track you'd go to? It depends. if I
3: if uh, if the world just went clicked his fingers and it was fixed, um, I think I'd be jumping on a plane to OCRC and having again a fix of dirt racing because this year's been you know, uh, rubbish for being able to travel and, and do racing.
2: Uh, Neil,
0: well, yeah, if if the uh, if it was just a normal year and. I'd probably be going to workshop on Sunday or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not quite as glamorous as those. Yeah. Races, but just any kind of racing will be nice, you know what I mean? I'm 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 uh I'm worried that I'm not gonna be able to remember how to do it. When I
2: when I get back <laughs> yeah. to the track. yeah. yeah, I think don't quite think you've got to worry too much about that. Yeah.
3: I'm worried that like some youngsters like Tommy Ho is just going to turn up and, and kick our ass because we've had two years out. <laughs> I think I,
0: I think I think he's stolen merch on us. I think it's not for young guys. They they keep it mobile. As old guys, we need more practice, and I can't get it. So if Tommy wins the nationals this year, I'm calling it void. All right. <laughs> yeah. It's He's a warm-up look, He's warm looking quick. Yeah. I mean, he
1: it's, it's, it's quite funny, Lee, because we uh, have quite a few of these podcasts, we've done nothing but wind Tommy and, Lee up, uh, sorry, Tommy and Neil up saying that, that Tommy's going to win the Euros next year. And then we were talking to Una Hatton and he was saying, but well, they have both better watch out because I'm, I'm the young... What, what was it you called him, the young gun, Neil?
0: Uh, Una? Yeah. Uh, well, we have our little thing where uh, I always say I'm number one i'm number one in europe and he's number two hmm. but he's saying beating me quite regularly now but, I'm, but so he still calls me number one but i don't know for how much longer <laughs> <laughs> he's got to win one of them euros first yeah he's got to, he's got to, he's got to win something big first before he can uh you know roll with the big dogs
1: that's it <laughs> so when he, when speaking of being the big dog when you won the worlds in 2005 was it a shock Uh,
0: it wasn't it wasn't a shock well obviously it's never expected but you know we'd had the I was in my prime racing wise I don't think I've ever been you know better than when I was in 2005 it was in Europe it was in a track where I'd raced you know I'd done warm up meetings and, and Euros there so I was quite confident going in but obviously you never expect to win but I were, uh, you know, I was at my peak, so it was going to be my best ever chance, and you know, thankfully, everything everything came together just so I wanted it.
1: Do you still watch the video that pops up on I've YouTube watched, every I've, now I've, and then? I've,
0: I've watched it once or twice, yeah.
1: Does it make you cry, does make you cry? <laughs> or does it bring back memories of of, of the day, or uh, when, when you see it, when you watch it again?
0: I mean, I'm not a big one for crying, but well, it yeah. just, you know, he, yeah, it can, it makes you emotional and. It's just well it's,
1: it's probably
0: probably proudest
1: moment of your life. Yeah. We are well my, my, he's my crying He's uh, <laughs> sort of crying now, he needs to How, how, how <laughs> does it make you feel, mate? Rick tell us I'm not crying <laughs> you are <laughs> But I mean Lee the worlds have eluded you so far. Yeah
3: yeah, unfortunately
1: so. You get you think you still got one in you, mate?
3: Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely try. Uh, hopefully we get to do a Worlds, you know, next year. Um, it, it will be in America if we do. And, you know, it's always hard to, to do well in the States, but that's where I've had my best result at world. So, um, yeah, why not?
1: Yeah. I mean, this is weird about the American one, isn't it? Because all they're saying is he's going to be somewhere in America. That's all they're saying. <laughs> There's no information about where yeah, the track's going to be yeah, or anything they've like they've that. They've narrowed it weird.
2: down to about a quarter of the planet. <laughs> that's about it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure what they're going to do next year.
0: I mean, it's meant to be it's meant to be eight scale this year, and then is it going to be moved to next year, or is that going to be postponed again? And yeah, I'm not quite sure. Well, it's what they're been, been it, moved
3: so far on the calendar. It's shown as next year, Brazil. But then it's not hundred percent that's going to happen, is it? So no.
0: Yeah,
1: would you, yeah would you... so I'm,
0: I'm not I'm not sure which what they're going to do yet.
1: Would you go to Brazil, Lee? Because I know Neil said he probably wouldn't go because of the safety issues. Would you go if it was in Brazil? Uh,
3: um, so we dis- we discussed it because um, obviously it was meant to be this year, and uh, we were actually of the view that I wasn't going to go. Um, not so much the safety, you know. Yeah, it's a little bit unsafe, but the cost um, to get there to you know pay for because it was it wasn't just like fly to Sao Paulo and you're there. It was like fly there, drive eight hours, or fly there, and get a dodgy plane into a dodgy airport and it was just yeah. like it was just seeming to be very, very expensive and, and very difficult so we were we were probably going to miss it anyway um, yeah. so we'll see we'll see what happens next year you know if, if it, it has to be it has to make sense as a business you know
1: well, of course, we, if yeah.
3: we pay five grand to go there and we finish I don't know have a bad day and finish in the 16th or whatever was it really worth it and, and it, to be honest unless you win is it
2: worth the pro- the money you spend?
1: Yeah. yeah. It's a long way to go, isn't it? It's a long way to go. Yeah.
2: I mean, do yeah. you say that, do you feel like, because obviously you've got the whole Agama deal now, you're part of the company rather than just a a sponsored driver, so to speak. Do you feel that stability with the Gamma's gonna help you with your eighth results? Because when you were with Infinity, it was a lot of development on the car, so you'd be trying this car, then trying some bits off that car, and I know you'd run some hot body stuff, some AE stuff before to test them. Do you think that stability will help?
3: Yeah, definitely. I think even this year, it's been nice to be able to work on one car completely understand it because with the other cars i use yeah i was working on them for a while but when you come up to different conditions that you've not been on before you, you don't have that muscle memory or that experience to track back to and work something out yeah whereas um with this year even towards the end of this year you know going to places like hearts and stuff and just believing in your package and knowing what to do to make it a little bit better and so yeah, I, th- I think it's definitely helping, and it, and it will continue to help into to next year. And obviously, with our track, we can test and run as much as we can, and yeah, yeah. learn a lot.
2: So limited practice,
1: when you're with Infinity, uh, obviously we, you, you drove different brands at different races. Did you take like a couple of cars and try and, and to find the best one per per national say, or did you go in mind with I'm going to run the AE car at this meeting or the HB car at that meeting?
3: Yeah, so I would always run a car for an amount of time. Um, it would be like over a couple of months, three months or whatever, running yeah. just one car because you can't learn something in one race really. Yeah. Um, it takes take some time, so you have to, good or bad, you have to kind of stick with it to work out its flaws and, and all, all that stuff. But in the end, it was all kind of pointless anyway because I'm not there anymore.
1: Yeah, we'll yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah. Yeah.
3: get I not think anybody's there now, are they? No. Well, they have still got drivers and stuff, but I don't know what's going on.
1: Do you think they? Do you think they'll ever release an eighth car?
3: Yeah, I think they'll they'll get one over the line. Um, how it will be kind of um, taken in by the, the customers and stuff. I don't yeah. know. They don't really have that network, the support network of, of distributors and shops yet for yeah. off
1: road. So yeah. it'll be, be
3: interesting it. to see how they they work with that. Yeah.
1: Good point. Good point.
2: So we're like with the the whole Nemo team and that now obviously I think you had at one point it was uh, you had like Cocker's or Paul Crompton to bounce some ideas off in the tent and I know you always said that Cocker's was one of your good sounding boards to go through with any ideas for setup changes and stuff who'd you kind of bounce that off now that those two sort of top guys in the team have moved on
3: Um so I've been working quite a lot with uh, Matt Thompson yeah he's he's um he's getting better all the time, and he drives similarish to me you know he's on the the more smooth consistency side of things and um he he's a knowledgeable guy, and you can talk to him about stuff and and yeah he can ask me stuff or I can ask him stuff but yeah, Cockers and that were great um I always used them to bounce ideas off whether i took whether I actually did what they said was was different, but sometimes they would keep me. <laughs> from doing something stupid that like I'd thought of. So.
2: Uh, and Neil, obviously, the AE team in the last few years, that's gone through uh, quite a lot of changes, hasn't it? It went from pretty much just you and your dad sat in a corner of a field to pretty massive now, isn't it? Uh, everybody seems yeah. to be there. Yeah,
0: yeah, we had a couple of uh, barren years, which are, you know, it's always hard on your own. Not, I mean, to be honest... Um, you know me and dad I never want to bounce setups off everybody in all fairness it is always helpful to have everyone there but me and dad kind of don't know uh, we do our own thing regardless but as far as team go yeah it's it's. I mean the CMO associate team has been awesome at the at both sets of nationals 10th and 8th scale in the last few years Yeah, just uh, yeah you know it's been big improvements and really good to see yeah, that was
2: yeah it has been uh it's been great, obviously being part of it as well and seeing it, and like the youngsters coming through, like oh, Todd, me, Jamie. you want as well? Me? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, well, I've got an association <laughs> card, but your old man said don't put the stickers on. You're kind of disgracing it a bit. So,
0: for our listeners, no, no, it, it, it has been good. Mate. It's been, uh, it's been the whole uh, team's been great. Good yeah. banter. I love the and I know, love the night time and you know everyone getting drinks and the barbecue and stuff
2: it's a uh, real good fun it's hard to get the drinks with Mick about any. not
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you so are you both um, always been mega competitive at the EOS meet round, meetings as well haven't you on the, um, on the EOS carpet
3: go on Lee I'll let you go first well man I was letting you speak <laughs>
1: Now nah, you go um, first Remember when you overtook, yeah. Lee, remember when you overtook, um, who was We that guy on, when you overtook him on the steps coming down the, um, that, that clip, awesome. that, man, that was unreal. I've watched that clip so many times. It seems like yeah, awkward. I wish
3: I could get the royalties off that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the first
2: time I saw that clip, it was in, it was just in a gif, so there was no sound. And I thought, Jesus, yeah, that, that was an awful move. And then when you hear Scotty Ernst shouting, Martin Volonka, class dismissed. Yeah. That's
3: yeah, it, it is. Scotty made it wicked. To be honest, when I watch it, and I do watch it if I'm feeling down or lonely, um, <laughs> I, uh, I, um, I always look at the people in the crowd because where they're stood, like, it's behind the, the steps, and some of them can't really see what's happening, and just everyone, like, going mental actually kind of makes me feel kind of good. But yeah, uh, EOS has always been pretty good for me. I had one year when stuff just didn't go right for whatever reason. Um, it was a year when Neil's stuff was was going right very well. And we kind of had a, a polar opposite from the year before where I was doing quite well when Neil was in the mid, mid of the pack. Um, and it all just depends on corner speed with your car. Um, he struggled one year to get corner speed out of his car and, And a year later, I struggled to get corner speed out of my car. And you could just see it on the track, you know, nothing to do with how you're driving. Um, But over the past couple of years, you know, we've been back dialed in and, and picking up the podiums and a win here or there. So, yeah, yeah, it's always been quite successful for me, really.
2: I mean, Neil, you've won one of the championships, haven't you, with the B6D?
3: No, no. I was
0: just uh, I was second in one of the series, but yeah, just to mirror what what Lee said, I uh, I came in a little bit later than Lee, and so we had a, you know a year or two trying to you know learn our way over the cars and stuff like that, and then and we found a really sweet spot with a good setup on our car, and, and I, like I say, one year our car was working really well, and it was it just so happened it was the year where Lee was struggling a little bit with his, and then the year after. We kind of stayed the same, where then everyone else made big gains, so we got left behind a little bit. But that's carpet
2: racing, right?
3: Yeah, and that's that's carpet.
2: Yeah. I mean, one of the other five fa- my favourite passes was I don't know if you remember it. I think it was, I think it was two wheel drive at the last MKGP, in the actual one in the shopping centre where they had like the cream coloured EOS carpet. And then you went down the straight, switched back on yourself, and there was um, like a little jump going into the wall of death. And um, I'm sure there's a video of it somewhere. And I think, Lee, you were leading going up onto the wall of death, but Neil just sort of jumped and landed this B6 in a gap that was probably B6 and another tyre wide and just sort of forced you over. And it was just like... The whole, the whole of the shopping centre just erupted, and these were people that were just out. It's
1: you know, mad isn't it, when it when that happens.
2: Buying their gro, buying their groceries at Marks and Spencers and stuff. And, you know.
3: I think
2: it was. It, I remember it. Was it. At the end of it was the end
3: of the, was, end of the straight. Line. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It was at the end of the straight. Yeah, no jump, just uh, just good driving lines. Yeah. Yeah. Set him up coming on there and just
0: nipped up the inside. You know how it is. <laughs> that's
3: not my favourite. That's not my favourite pass of yours though, Neil.
0: No, I was going to say uh, the one on Wolanka was pretty good, but it's the second best pass I've ever seen. Well, oh, what, was my, what was the first? I'm just relates purely to you. <laughs> uh, well, I'm biased, so it's the best pass I've ever seen.
3: <laughs> yeah. On me, by any chance?
0: Yeah, that, you know which one it is.
3: Silverstone.
0: Uh, I think it was the B walk, wasn't it? 2016
3: 2017 something like that yeah around
0: the outside yeah I got him I got him uh, late <laughs> TQ'd and I was second and we were really evenly matched well we actually um,
3: you remember we actually we had the same point. well we got the exact same at, time our didn't fast, we yeah, our fastest time was exactly the same so it went on our second fastest time yeah that's right
0: <laughs> and, that doesn't uh, happen very often
3: that yeah, it was
0: pretty close. And I managed to get past him in the first leg. Uh, I, I the, f- the first leg was a good pass because I actually set it up the lap before and I thought about it. I thought, this is where it's going to happen. And I and I worked it out and I was like, oh, that was brilliant. And then the second leg, I managed to get Randy outside of him at the end of the straight, but it was just purely by just instinct. You know, within within a second or two, you just, you just react and it happens. But it was... It's one of my proudest ever passes. It was really, it was clean and it was good, fast racing with the top two guys in the country. And yeah, it was, I wish I had a good video of it.
3: Yeah, it was mega. That, well, that was what I was going to say for you. That was your, your best pass I've seen. Because, uh, because the lap before, or the leg before when you got me, I was like, well, I'm going to cover that this time. And I went a bit slow down the inside and you went around the outside. <laughs> yeah, <you're not. laughs> you, you knew what was
0: coming and you thought he's going to go up inside of you and I, it was just it don't allow it just pure instinct I just I run a bit hard into the corner and it just took me wide and it took me perfectly round the outside but yeah it was really cool so any hey, memorable
2: passes hey, the other way right, around Everybody just flipped off
1: ask like, that again Chris that you heard, yeah.
2: oh, sorry mate I said uh, any of the uh, any memorable ones the other way around where you've managed to uh Stitch Neil, a good one. Uh, he
0: did a good one on me at Southport one year in two-wheel drive. Uh, it was only I think it was the last time I we went to, to Southport, where he went round the outside of me on on the cobble corner, and I was kind of blocking the inside, blocking the inside, and he just rode the turf around the outside of it. And I was like, in front of home crowd and all that, and he's done me right outside. I was like, bastard. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah. So, Neil, who's yeah, fat?
3: I, I can't remember any particular one. I mean, a lot of our races have always been very close. And uh, a lot of the time, it sounds a bit cocky, but if one of us had already won going into leg three, we'd always kind of put a beer on fastest lap and stuff.
1: So <laughs> yeah. They've always been good. So, what's it, what's it like racing with someone for 20 years? Or for, you know, in a way that. On the track, um, is it easier to race with, say, Lee or Neil b- with the way that you, because you've you, you raced together so long? Is it easier to race fast? Does yeah, that make yeah, sense? On, I, yeah,
0: I know what you're saying. It, yeah, I know Lee's not going to do anything stupid. He's very fair and he's a very clean driver, so I don't have to yeah. worry about it. And you know, like, getting like getting it's, if the car,
1: like yeah, if the car bubbles off, they're maybe not going to shoot back straight at you, sort of thing.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's uh, to be fair, mate. We're we're good friends off the track. We we both want to beat each other, everything on the track. You know, I think that's that's fair game. But as soon as we come off the rostrum, you know, we're good friends and we have similar interests and all that. And yeah. yeah, you know, so it's it's made it a lot easier. So I'm not going to the race meeting thinking I've got to beat that that break. You know, yeah, <laughs> not I'm not thinking like that. Obviously, yeah. I still want to win, but I don't no, no malice or anything like that. Yeah, I'm, and yeah. I'm
3: I'm sure Lee Lee agrees basically I'm just this is 20 years of being fair so I can just drill you off one day and not feel bad about it <laughs>
1: oh, oh sorry mate yeah to, to be fair sorry though Lee, I,
2: think, I don't think you've got that I don't think you're that type of race I mean, there's been a couple of times at nationals where I've seen you clip somebody on accident and like you, you've you been fighting with Neil for like the win you've clipped second place or third place um, and you've stopped when oh, arguably you didn't really need to it wasn't like a Mega stuff, and it's cost you a national win. And I think if any of the young kids are watching that, that's a, such a good um, example to be setting to them about racing fair. Um, when that yeah, much is I on mean,
3: the I point, th- I think you have to be your uh, your own judge and your own critic. You know, if you think you've done something wrong, then take the penalty for it. Um, I think that's that, it's kind of missed with a lot of. I guess a lot of people these days but you know carpet racing's made it harder because it's so crucial to be fast and people drill really each other and just carry on um, but yeah I mean I've always you know I mean with me and myself and Neil I think it's a very very unusual situation where we race each other so often and yeah, we both want to win, but we know we can't win them all. And nothing is going to affect us when we walk off the rostrum. You know, it's it's, it's not like that. And generally, honestly, ninety-five percent of the time, we're semi-happy for each other in a weird way. But well, I am anyway. Um, but you know, you've you generally not won because you've not driven good enough. You know, and the other guy's driven better than you. You have a mutual respect for that. So,
0: yeah, it's pretty it's pretty rare where one of us wins and the other one goes well I deserve to win that you know what I mean normally i 9500% the guy who wins is, is normally the guy who deserves to win you know over the, over the day or over the weekend I don't think the other guy can have any complaints about that
1: Yeah. I uh, see so um, your lads racing is, is improving now
3: uh, I mean he hasn't been able to do much this year we we started doing quite a lot at the back end of last year yeah, um, yeah. because we'd go race at Slough on a Friday because it's hard for them because you know, most of the races I do uh, are important big races so yeah. they can't really you know they could do a national but I think it would it wouldn't be good for them because I'd be too busy doing my own thing and then if they're distracting me too much then we both kind of have a bad weekend yeah um, you know, I look forward to the day where I can just put all my time and effort into those guys. But yeah, for now, especially with this year now not being able to do the indoor racing we were doing for fun. Yeah. This uh, they've they've not been able to do much. But yeah,
1: because they, they were getting on right down it slow, weren't they? On the on the club nights and I, I came down one day as well. And they were right, he was racing there as well on the Sunday, I think. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah, and no, I mean, it's, they they just need to enjoy it. Scott's very uh, my oldest. He's very. Competitive and he doesn't like to lose. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, they were they were having fun, and that's all that matters. I mean, even some Fridays, you know, I wouldn't race and just let them two go round and basically marshal all
1: night. So yeah. that's cool, mum Just takes time. Do you think? You, yeah. Do you think would they? Would, would you like one of them to get go go as far as you've gone, if they wanted to? Is, is that just giving them an early head start?
3: Yeah, I'm. Def- um, you know, I think it's a it's a great hobby, otherwise we all wouldn't still do it. Um it gets you to travel the world, I think it gets you to mature quicker than your your friends. I mean I remember when I was at school it was I was travelling and racing and stuff and you learn a lot more and your experience goes through the roof. Yeah. Um so I'd I love them to do it and you know, only if they want to do it, they started young enough, they have the, the natural instinct from playing with cars since they were like two years old so we'll see i don't want to push them too early because i know sometimes how that can end up um you know i my dad pushed me into golf when i was a kid and did all the you know professional lessons and all that stuff and then i just got fed up with it because it was just like you know oh why'd you eat it like that and uh, you know it just wasn't fun anymore and i was like no one wants to be no one wants
1: to be the dad screaming at the bottom of the rostrum do they (laughs)
3: No, it's funny because when I, I took Scott to his first ever meeting, because I've got Newbury Touring Car Club like a mile from my house. Yeah. And I took him up there with a GT12 thing. And I was like, right, I'm not going to be that dad because, you know, you, you've seen them all. And my, yeah. my dad was one of them dads. So uh, so I put him down. And within like a minute, I was under the rostrum going, Scott, do this. Scott, do that. What are you doing over there? What are you doing here? <laughs> and then I literally looked at myself and went, No. We're yeah. not going to be this dad. So I went and stood over the other side, and just every time he crashed, I, like, made sure he was laughing about it or whatever. But yeah. it gets you. Being a dad,
2: it gets you.
1: It does, mate. It does.
2: To be fair, though, I think, uh, Neil, you're all He's probably the most famous, like, just having to stand on the other side of the, uh, the thing, isn't he? He just stands there, doesn't say a word. Don't go and speak to him while Neil's on track, like uh, yeah. some people make that mistake of doing. Um... Yeah, he just likes to concentrate on the racing. Yeah, he yeah, watches uh, it and then barely says a word. Him.
0: Does it... He's the king of the. He's the king of the silent killer. Is Dad? Do, does yeah. it? Does when, it... You've, when
2: you've had
1: a bad race, sorry. Rick. Yeah. Does it bother you that he's like pretty much as famous as you are?
2: No. He's not, <laughs> near the same as me. He's not on the f <laughs> World Championships photo page, is he, Neil? <laughs> That's it. No, my dad. My
0: dad's. A, he's, a, he's the best. Uh, he's like the silent killer. Yeah. Uh, never says anything. And if I come off and we've had a good run, he just says, "Good run, that. Not bad, not bad." Yeah. And then if you've had a bad run, he just, he, obviously you're already pissed off with yourself because you know you've had a bad run, and he just says, "Well, you fucked that up then." No, no, no. Go and marshal in silence for five minutes and get even more frustrated. Yeah. He, he's brilliant at that. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Marshal, heat. One get some exercise. That's why yeah. these two is so Just... skinny for Chris, because they always easy... always have to marshal Heat One.
2: <laughs> Mate, I've got to say, like, from usually being in Heat One um, and having the marshal, it's like a combination. You see them, and honestly, like, they marshal better than like most people. Um, Lee generally runs like it's his own car that's on its roof, um, and Neil <laughs> Neil's had my uh, my favourite marshalling catch ever that I've seen, where it was at Arena Thirty Three eos and uh he was sat on the bank little one of the three beers in hand he'd done his business it was like one of the fun races and this car just comes barrel rolling at him it sort of skips up he sat on a bank it goes about a foot over his head he just catches it with one hand beer in the other hand and just sort of palms it down to the floor on its wheels and the car drove off <laughs> <laughs> it was uh crazy was, that, that, that
3: was just lucky All <laughs> beer. Yeah. Le- LeBron James over here yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I wanted to ask Neil you know the um, the uh, now sort of everybody uses them crag inserts yeah what sort of made those come about was it just there was nothing else that was I don't want to say good enough for you but you wanted something different from them so you sourced it yourself or who used to do the inserts back in the
0: daily like, who my dad started doing them off. I can't, who was it? Roll I mean, Glim, Glim Ward. Do it. Do them. Glim Ward. It was Glim Ward, wasn't it?
3: There you go.
0: Of BRF. Yeah, yeah, so That's he it. used to make the inserts. He stopped doing it. And then my dad basically, he, he found a way to do it himself. So he started making them. And then because I run them and then Lee runs them, because us two run them, everyone wants to run them. So... Uh, so he has to make them for everyone else, and then obviously Schumacher uh thought. So,
1: so what was the thought behind the bigger insert compared to the like the standard blue medium Schumacher?
0: It's, I mean, it was there was there was no thought to have. oh, well, we'll have a bigger insert, and that's just how we started making them. Oh, okay. <laughs> there so was, was no
1: thought.
0: We're, yeah, we're not going to make them bigger or smaller. e that's how that's how we started making them, and was obviously you know I thought. They look they seem they seem fine to me the, the schumacher ones always seem a little bit too small to be honest yeah so yeah i start running them lee runs them and then everybody else wants to run them which is good for us
1: yeah absolutely
2: yeah uh, i mean yeah I, I run them purely because like you say you guys run them and it's like well if you want to copy one of the setups off off you guys then you kind of need to have everything as close to it as you can bar the uh the level of thumb ability
3: Yep.
0: Yeah, yeah,
2: that's
3: yeah. Right, yeah. I think they uh, they're just a better foam too. You know, the Schumacher foam for me, it, it doesn't recover quick enough. I mean, if you want to get all technical with it, Neil just says they're good, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But if if you, if you want to get technical, they, they recover quicker. So you know, you hit the small bumps, the tire comes back out quicker, and yeah. you can absorb the next one. Whereas the other stuffs kind of stays compressed a bit too long, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think they're just they're just uh, they're just a little bit too thin. The Schumacher ones, the the size of them. I say the the bounce backability is better, but they're just bigger and better.
1: All right, so I'm converted. I should have to buy some.
2: You do. They are. They're good. Yeah. Um. I was going to ask something else then, but I totally forgot what I was going to say. Oh, that was it. How, um,
3: did, how was your Christmas, Neil?
0: Uh, very quiet, mate. To be honest, didn't do out, didn't do nothing. Obviously, didn't same as re- rest, rest of the country. i him and my dad's got an octub now, and he's got a motorbike. Yeah. He's having, he's having a bit of a midlife crisis at the minute. I
3: know he sent me pictures of it.
0: Yeah, to be fair, it's really nice. What's uh, he had? He's got a Suzuki GSX 1100 or something like that. <laughs> nice, oh, right? Gixa, That's a that's a powerful <laughs> bike. That is. <laughs> I mean, he used to have, he, when I first started racing, he did he used to have motorbikes, he's had quite a few of them, and then he's just, well, he's he's, he's been a dad and he's been a grown-up for 20 years, and then it, now I think, you know, a bad year, and I think he's just got to the point where anything that he wants, he's buying, so he's got he's got an octub and he's got himself a bike, so one of them things is really good, because I get to sit in it all the time, and the other thing, I'm a little bit scared, but he's, he's, he's it's the hot tub.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: Has he got the uh, the Valentino Rossi leathers that say Doctor across the backside?
0: No, he hasn't got. He hasn't. He's just got your standard stuff at the minute. He won't go because the bike. There's a lot of white on the bike, so I don't think it, I don't think that Rossi stuff will go. But yeah, he, I mean, he's very happy with it. He's, he, he's he's spit polishing her, spit shining her every every other day. So he's just waiting. <laughs> He's waiting for a bit of good
2: weather to get out there. Yeah. Brilliant. So, obviously, you guys have pretty much been there, done it all, seen it all in the RC world. If you, these, um, the kids that are coming through, like the newbies, um, people just starting, what would be your your sort of starting advice to them? What would be your tips to get faster, quicker? Just asking for Russ in, and me, really.
3: In, uh, enjoy yourself. There's nothing yeah. you know, there's nothing else you can really want if you're enjoying your racing, you wanna go racing, you wanna practice, you wanna get better. If you're not enjoying it, you need to kind of take a step back and, and just see why you're not enjoying it, putting too much pressure on yourself or, or whatever. So Same. Yeah,
0: yeah yeah, I agree. It's, it's I mean, yeah, if you're enjoying yourself and racing's easy and you don't have to worry about winning or losing. And um, enjoy it. Remember it's only a, it's a hobby for ninety nine percent of the people. And I mean if you want to be a world champion there's the only thing the only thing you need to do is practice, practice, practice,
2: basically.
3: Yep.
1: Perfect.
2: Sound yeah. advice.
1: So right, here's a question. We'll go with Lee first. Lee, what was your favourite ever car that you've ever owned, race driven since um since you've been in, into RC? Which one would you get back tomorrow if you haven't already got it? Ah uh, man. Uh, you, know know what you
3: want? That's a difficult one because if if I could have a car back tomorrow to to chuck on the track and race, I'd probably get a five eleven. Yeah. Um. But then if if I
1: oh, that's tough
3: because I love tool drives as well. So um, if I was going to go and just like. Get a two-wheel drive out that I thought, at the time, was just like the, the car to have. It would be the original YZ2, you know, yeah. because we, we were the first guys to make the laydown car. I was involved in the process to do it, and when it came out, it was a step ahead of, it, ahead of everything else. And if you really want to be critical, everything now is basically a copy of it.
1: Yeah. It was a good idea, that box was. So
3: there you go. Yeah. There, there's my two.
1: Nice one. How about you, Neil.
3: I mean, two-wheel drive is pretty
0: easy for me. It's a B4. It was, it's the, it, you know, it won everything for 10 years. It's the one that gave me my, you know, biggest race result and just an outstanding design. And I, if I were being really critical, band mid motors and we could we could just all race rear motors because it's so much cooler
1: yeah (laughs) mate i
3: would i would join you on that that would
1: be
3: better for everyone
1: you should come come to kiddie normally through the winter have a rear motor class and it's full of b4s and rc10s and stuff like that (laughs) i'll remind (laughs) you next i'll remind you both next year if it it happens (laughs) they just feel they feel
0: right on the track yeah they just
2: obviously they're not as fast but they just feel (laughs) They're just cooler, and they just feel better driving. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I took some time out in between my last two-wheel drive before the sort of, just before the B6. I had the B4. I missed the sort of Centro rise of brushless era. And you get back to the track, and I was watching, I was like, no, them two-wheel drives don't look right. They just look like a four-wheel drive with skinny front wheels on because you can't see the motor hanging out the back. Yeah. And it just didn't look right. You couldn't tell what race was on.
3: I really want to drive a rear motor again. I have still got my uh, a, a BMX two rear motor, and I'm I'm very tempted to get it out and just have a go of it. You should
1: do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, little
0: Tommy, the... little Tommy's got a B four. Um, yeah, ready to run. And he said it's it's awesome to drive. Yeah, he's yeah. so much um, better than his,
1: his B six. They wanted to do the re- he wanted to do the rear motor class, and the only car they could get was um. But obviously, going hunting for an old one, they just bought an, an RTR one from. CML and took the electrics out of it and put a I think he put like a 13 and a half motor in it or something yeah <laughs> so a bit of a Yeah and he wiped the floor with all of us <laughs> Freddy's there with the most bling factory team B42 whatever RS you want to call in your lot you've ever seen um, and yeah if this thing had dog bones in the back of it it didn't even have UJs yeah Anyway, Um, guys, we've been going for nearly an hour now. It's been awesome getting you you both on, Um, so thanks very much. And obviously, if, if we get the Nationals going again this year, we'll do our best to get you back on, probably individually next time. So before we let you go, would you like to say thank you to anyone, friends, family or sponsors? And we'll go for Lee first.
3: Um, Yeah, so just thanks to all my sponsors as always, but um, just a big shout out to everyone listening, and uh, I hope everyone's had a a good Christmas and wish everyone a good New Year, and I can't wait to go racing.
1: Nice. Neil? Yeah,
3: just to echo that, uh,
0: thanks, obviously uh, thanks to the sponsors who let me do, you know, something that I love to do. Um, Thanks to my dad. Thanks to you guys for having me on, and Look forward to seeing you all at the track and whooping Lee's ass at the
2: nationals next year. <laughs> <laughs> Fighting talk already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, here we go.
1: <laughs> Brilliant. Nice one. Cheers, guys. Thanks very much.
2: So, thank you, guys. Good to speak to you. Take it easy, guys. Thanks look. for having us. See
1: you later. And they've gone. How about that? Smooth May- as silk.
2: Yeah, amazing guests, though. Yeah, two.
1: that was that was that was epic. That was that was that yeah. was an epic chat. Nice one, lads. Thanks very much. So. I forgot to mention at the start of the show mate. the, the prizes have started to, to to wind their way out yeah, so Schumacher have. have sent the GT12 car out to Gary Bannham uh, Mr. Abdo- Mr. Tony of Doka from um, Rude Bits has had an email with all the parts on from him they have all gone as you yeah, just said Freddie
2: Fre- sent out the, the- Photo competition
1: ones yep. to the guys Yeah, so I've just got to compile an email now for X-Ray And so we can get their parts sent out from RC Disco and Greg Hill um, sure. In the new year
2: And uh, have the CML ones gone out?
1: Uh, they'll be going out in new year as well I've emailed them um, But yeah. we did save for new year for them Because they're so busy at the moment, it's untrue okay. um, Has everybody
2: got back? Did everybody get back to you? Nice pretty, pre-
1: pretty much, yeah Pretty much so there's no That's stragglers me. out there we had a couple of messages about t-shirts and stuff so and i was over yeah. I, was, I was over at cml today picking up these ride get ga- the the ride gauges excellent um, and then i went to pen models because i'm like that uh, i was over there twice today and nathan stanmore was in there how about that so i gave him his ride eye gauge so he's look, look, happy look with at that you look yeah. at you he's a nice bloke yeah. i don't know you he's, he's a good bloke
2: He's um, our name
1: yeah sound yeah, no, don't turn in if he's on the inside of you do not turn in um on the straight, don't do that because you'll just miss the apex and nail you. Um
2: well you you, you don't really matter where you are on the corner, Nathan can manage to nail you. <laughs> you could be the other side of the track six corners away. Yeah. And Nathan will still manage to nail you. Yeah. Um
1: Love you knife, you're the best. Yeah,
2: you're the you're the you've, king you're the king of always, the kids
1: final. Always been the same mate. You're the best cheers man so yeah. yeah so all the sorry listeners the prizes are, the prizes are on the way so i haven't been racing chris i've done a bit of modeling you know because i'm so happy because i'm so a bit handsome of, a bit of modeling yeah cause i'm so handsome um What's yeah that? i've just, just been painting some bodies just say painting bodies, practicing airbrushing it's so hard it's so hard yeah you know,
2: exactly what I yeah. just pay
1: somebody to do. Well, oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, but it's something I want to learn, so i was carrying on. So that's that's me really. Mate. All I've been doing is painting, but painting bodies badly. Uh, I'm pretty good at putting spray mask on there, though. I struggle I with, can't that even do with that to start with. I can I can get that on there. That's pretty. Cool. My
2: artistic ability ends with stick figures, so <laughs> uh, I just I leave it to the professionals. It costs me more in bodies. And spray mask to get it right. Yeah. Than it would just have a year's worth of bodies painted for every class I run. <laughs> so <laughs> I just, I just. Post yeah. ten to Mister Brooks at Blaster Paints. Yeah. So. Uh,
1: you and get them done. Yeah, he's very good. I I like to use him as well. Are you on a high from your victory at the weekend? Did you win the oh, chocolate?
2: No, I didn't.
1: Oh, mate. So. Where were Boston, so where were you? Boston paint Main, paint, paint me a picture. Where were you? What what was the weather we were like? In
2: Coventry. It was their delayed Chocky Challenge run, yeah. so we were in for two wheel drive. Um, you know, enjoyed running the two wheel drive. Actually, haven't ran it in a while. It was wet all day. Um, middle of the day, greasy. Um, driving all right. Um, obviously, first round was just getting used to a two wheel drive again and how much more aggressive it felt yeah. compared to a, you know, a big thumping truck that wallows its way around the yeah. track <laughs> uh, so yeah decentish time sort of middle of the field first round second and third round got caught up behind a bit of back marker traffic um not necessarily back markers but people that you know started ahead of me um yeah just weren't quite i don't want to sound big-headed or
1: you we're know, on the ball sl- we're getting out the freaking way Just say
2: it. yeah kind of um So, got stuck behind a couple of them, cost me a few seconds, and then trying to get past them, forcing moves, couple of mistakes. You know, my (laughs) own fault, I probably should have been a bit more patient, but, you know, that is what it is. Um, So, again, moderate times, third and fourth round, um, and then, sorry, second and third round, and then fourth round, finally, um, starting off second, off the clock, um, managed to you know, get ahead of the first place and have a a good run, um, which was a decent enough time for me. I mean, it was, a I think I did a 12-3-17, sorry, an 11-3-17, which means nothing to anybody else. But when you think the likes of the top guy there, Tom Yardy, who we all know isn't a slouch at all, um, he was doing sort of quick 12s. Yeah. So I, I was reasonably happy with that time. Started off fourth in the B, Bit of a bad lap on the first lap, first corner, got mullered round. So managed to fight my way back from I think it was seventh, managed to fight back to fifth. Um but again it had gone greasy. So um we were just kind of your only race really was against trying to keep your back tires stuck to the floor. Yeah. But really enjoyable day, very well ran meeting. Um no rain on the day, just wet from the night before. You know the whole um the safety precautions for covid and that were all in place um yeah really really enjoyable meeting so thanks to mark ashforth and the guys over at coventry for putting that on and then we were meant to be racing at telford tomorrow yesterday um however snow canceled that meeting so if yeah. it's not and that lot it's the weather now yeah. um I was I even set a tone. I'd have gone down on the Monday and cleared the track. Gone yeah. down with just, a
1: with, yeah, yeah, with your kettle.
2: Uh, <laughs> I, got a, I got a snow shovel and a leaf blower, mate. You, I was you. I'd have had that track looking like a, yeah. a national's track. Class, mate. Uh, but yeah, so apart from that, no, yeah. that was a bad
1: So we're all uh, in lockdown, so we need to we need to um try and find some guests from overseas then, mate.
2: Well, I'm, I'm working on some stuff. I've got some irons in the fire. Oh, that means we won't tell people just yet, but, yeah. you know,
1: yeah, we've got some big names possibly keep, coming. Keep jangling and brilliant. Yeah, Absolutely yeah. cool, man. Right, yeah, so we... Just, so we...
2: just mention the T-shirts.
1: Uh, yes, certainly. Go for it.
2: Yeah, because um, we put a post up on the uh, Facebook um, group page the other day. Um, the GTRC T-shirts are coming. They should be going to print late... Um, January, early February. Um, they will all be black t shirts. There's no difference in colour. However, and this is where we can have a bit of a laugh, there will be Team Chris and Team Russ t shirts. So you can either have so the GT, GTRC logo in my race colours of blue and purple. That should really be the only option. Or you can have Russ's colours of sort of a yellowy greeny bluey fade yeah. Um, yeah. so yeah they will be the colours um, except for oh, Aiden Burke oh, we oh, said we were going to get him a t-shirt oh, we'll make that a nice red one
1: I want a Phil Slay edition
2: you want a Phil Slay edition? yeah
1: yeah. the elusive Phil Slay I'll
2: have a chat with Phil and see what <laughs> we can get put on your Phil Slay edition t-shirt mate
1: yeah he won't reply he never replies man he will to me mate he, he, likes me. he never replies
2: he likes me he just doesn't like you <laughs>
1: If anyone sees Phil Slater, tell him to tell him to phone me or drop me a message or whatever. Well, from
2: Facebook, I think he's stuck at the top of the reeking in the snow. <laughs> as he went running up there. Um, but no, apart from that, mate. Um, I hope everybody had a happy happy Christmas. Um, share on the page some of your uh, RC Christmas presents. Let's see what let's see what you got. Let's see what your kids got for Christmas. Any B sixes, Tamias, TLRs, everything.
1: Nice one. Do you want to say thanks to the sponsors, Chris?
2: Yeah, as always, thanks to Schumacher Racing and uh, CML Distribution. Again, without you guys, show wouldn't be possible. And another thank you to all the uh, the prize givers from last week.
1: Perfecto, guys. Thanks very much for getting involved with the podcast. You are all absolutely amazing. Thank you for liking and sharing. Um, we will be starting the new sharing from this week. So from the from from now on well obviously all the names that share every week we're going into the prize draw for next christmas so get your name get your name in the hat in, into the virtual raffle for the christmas draw 2021 um chris that's me done so i will i'll see you next year yeah see you next year mate although uh, well, it is on seven days but yeah i will see you next year